4: I'm RJ Bell with the sports betting headlines for Wednesday. It's official, Jets are starting Wilson. The question is, what would that do to the line? Actually, down, oh, check that, not starting Wilson, and it's been a downgrade starting Flacco. Amazingly, Wilson is the better quarterback. We'll get into that and the Lamar story. How's that affecting the line? Also, in the NFL, San Francisco, Kittle hurt. Is he going to play? We don't know, but we know the captains have been decided. Trey Lance is not the quarterback for the 49ers. Not one of them. Judge with his 55th home run. What's he on pace for? What's the odds of breaking the American League record? Here comes a four-hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is straight out of Vegas.
5: the
0: Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell.
4: You heard it, R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a Wednesday, live on 226 FSR stations across this great great nation. Wow, I tell you, we got an interesting game with this Ravens and the Jets. We got quarterbacks out, we got tiny little moves because the starting quarterbacks out tiny, minuscule. And then we got Lamar. How can he be ready to play if he's negotiating a contract? This is uh, this is one of the fascinating games, I think, of the year, to be honest. And I can't wait to get into it. Scott Seidenberg
5: joins and The fan who beats the man, AJ Hoffman. Zach Wilson won't play until at least Week Four. Lamar Jackson sets a Friday contract deadline, and Aaron Judge hits number 55 this afternoon. Now on pace to go to 65. What is the Vegas lead? Well, let's be candid for a minute. If you have a New York guy on the
4: show, there's a lot of negatives with it. You know, bombastic. uh, You know, very talkative, oftentimes argumentative. But when you have a New York story, you benefit from it. So, A.J., <laughs> I think the Vegas lead, we start with the Jets. Let's decipher what's going on there and take advantage
5: of Scott. The Jets announced today Zach Wilson will remain out until at least week four. Former Raven Joe Flacco gets to start for the Jets. The Jets now downgraded. They are plus seven at even money against the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, so the first thing you've got to understand –
4: Is you can say okay, then so that must be what Wilson is worth. He's worth ten cents, right? The line seven is such a key number, and this is a basic concept that you need to understand. If you're going to bet, or if you're just going to benefit and learn what Vegas is saying from the from the odds, is seven. They don't like moving from seven to seven and a half in one swoop in one move because it's too big of a move because so many games fall seven. It's so valuable. The only other number that's more key than that in the NFL is three because more games fall three, then seven is second. So what they'll do sometimes is they'll move the line by 10 cents and make you lay a little extra VIG or a little less VIG. And it is kind of like a incremental move between seven and seven and a half. So you would say then Wilson out Announce the line moves 10 cents. Wilson's worth 10 cents. No, no. Based upon what the assumption was before the announcement to the announcement is what that move represents. It's not like the market was ignorant of the fact that Wilson was unlikely to play. So it's very safe to say the market assumed Wilson wasn't going to play. They held out a little bit of hope. And then when it was announced today, nope, not going to play. Then the line moves a little bit in favor of Baltimore away from the Jets. The question I have to start it all to Scott, our New York guy, is is Flacco really worse than Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson was about as bad as a quarterback can get. Any reason that a hobbled Zach Wilson if he did come back? And he will be less than 100% in theory when he comes back whenever week four or whatever. Is he really better than Flacco?
6: I, I think that there's a lot of negative that is put on Flacco because of his age. Because he's a backup now. And if you actually look at the performance on the field, I'd say the Jets are probably in better hands with Joe Flacco. Because he's not going to make the same mistakes that Zach Wilson has made last year and is expected to make this year. Flacco started one game last year, threw for 291 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. I see Flacco as being more of a conservative guy that is not going to take the unnecessary risk, whereas Zach Wilson might try to force the ball into a window that's just not there.
4: Well, I can see with the concern... About the age. I mean, he is eight years younger than Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's eight years. Like Tom Brady. Let's think about this a second. So Tom Brady was like 26 when Flacco was a senior in high
5: school. And so, and somehow we're worried about Flacco's age. Yeah, now, I, Tom Brady I, was already Tom Brady was already adding up Super Bowl rings yeah. when Joe Flacco was graduating <laughs> high school.
4: I, I totally get it, right? Brady is the exception, but even for t- you know in today's reality, right? Because I mean, back in the day, Terry Bradshaw, as a Steelers fan, I know retired when he was like thirty-four, right? I mean, guys didn't play as long, especially effectively, but at thirty-seven. And it feels like Flacco's been old, like, but with like two uh, syllables, like old, for yeah. yeah, like for
6: what four years maybe. He he's the third oldest quarterback in the NFL right now, behind Brady and Rogers. And Brady and Rogers had
4: the two bet were one and two in MVP voting yeah. last year. So mm-hmm. I guess my question is, one, it is a, a moment to step back and and just marvel at Brady. And to some degree, Aaron Rodgers having two MVP seasons in a row moving towards 40. It's pretty amazing. But what I would say is Flacco was a Super Bowl or, you know, is a Super Bowl winning quarterback is it wasn't like the Ravens what would it be now 4 years ago it's not as if they were anxious to get rid of Flacco because let's not forget Lamar was available with the first pick the Ravens had that draft and they took a tight end and then later they i think it was traded up you know end of the round to get him so if they if, some, if the Patriots who were rumored maybe to take Lamar if they had taken him like at 25 then Flacco would have had that whole season to start and the Ravens would have been fine with it. I guess I just, how much are we, sh- how sure are we he's really done, Flacco? Or maybe the situations he's been in that he hasn't looked great, though Scott makes the point he didn't look so bad last year. Maybe that we're over, we're just saying he's old when we haven't really seen it yet. What do you, Open
5: question. I think that Joe Flacco's the perception of Joe Flacco changed after he became one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. And he, then it was like, he's not playing like one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. Even though he was still playing at essentially the same level he'd always played at before that Super Bowl run, the expectation of what Joe Flacco should be changed when his salary cap number changed.
4: Okay, but that that's been a couple iterations ago. Right. So are you saying that because he got such a jumbo contract because Flacco, I think it was common consensus that he got lucky on that or or it was a heck of a run? I think it's fair to say, right? It wasn't indicative of Flacco's typical performance. I think most fans agreed with that. So now he gets the jumbo payout uh, or payday he has a great run Well, before that great run to win the Super Bowl and then it's like did we get like kind of sour on him because it's like oh look how lucky he is he's got a ring and maybe he doesn't deserve that and look at that big payday maybe he doesn't deserve that and have we been extra critical since I I can kind of see that and maybe it carries over but otherwise AJ I don't fully understand how what happened 10 years ago with his contract affects our perception of him today
5: you might be right, and and going back, like if you look at his in the last several years. First of all, it's been five years since he was a full time starter in the league, which that well, makes you feel years. really
4: it, old. It will be five years once his season's over,
6: right? But it, it makes it feel like. But he was the starter. He got he got injured in that season in Denver and missed the second half of the year. He only played eight yeah. games, but he was the starting quarterback. And so in those games, if you look at his stats that year, I mean, he was trending towards maybe, uh, you know, over 4,000 passing yards, like a normal season for Joe Flacco. 1,800 passing yards in eight games.
4: I can tell you as a Steelers fan that I was afraid of Joe Flacco. I didn't like Joe Flacco. I didn't like playing him and you know why that dopey look on his face it looks like <laughs> I mean it looks like he's been lobotomized I think just a little bit like not the full lobotomy but just you know the radiation pellets boom right there is to me he 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 had he had no memory like he would get hit 20 times in a game and that last play he'd stand there stand in there tall and throw that ball 60 yards and get a pass interference penalty and somehow beat the Steelers and I respected that cuz those were hard-hitting games back then and he stood tall And it feels like some of it was his limitations that he just I I don't know. He was oblivious. But in a way, I hated it. It was it was almost like the Terminator. Remember the original Terminator where he just kept going forward. It didn't matter what happened. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like how Flacco
6: was. I got to tell you, I respect him. So McKenzie did some research. Flacco's average QBR in Baltimore in 11 seasons was 54.6 and his QBR in those 8 games that he played for Denver before he had the neck injury and missed the rest of the season, 54.8. So, so better. He was yeah, it was slightly better. Like he was really going to be the same quarterback that we saw for his entire career, but after that injury, he did not get another opportunity. So he goes to the Jets. He's the backup. He plays a couple of games in, in 2020, and that's it. Last year, two games. And, and so what we're
4: saying here is he was the starting quarterback when Lamar was drafted. He got hurt. Lamar took over. The rest is history with the Ravens. He left, went to Denver by the statistics of QBR, played slightly, but let's say as well as he has historically then he's hurt again relegated to backup backup for the jets but every but pretty much when he steps on the field like you said about last year he acquits himself very let's just say this better than a typical backup and maybe like a, a the 25th starter in the league is that a fair recap I think that's fair I okay.
6: think if you asked I, I think there's a, I think that you would rather have Joe Flacco than some of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. But I, understanding, I agree. Then why not Zach Wilson? But no, I'm saying understand, <laughs> you have to. If you take contracts and and future, you're and talking about for one game. Yes, if take every every outside metric and just forget about it, you're just trying to win one football game. Joe Flacco is not beyond the 30th guy that you would choose. He's Except, not beyond the 25th guy that you would choose.
4: I tend to agree with that, but I also think why qualify it by saying throw away the metrics, throw away the stats? Well, I'm because saying I think keep the stats there. Play. I mean, who, who's, no, got be- saying, who's got better stats, I, though? Is the Seattle quarterbacks, Geno Smith or or Flacco?
5: Or Joe Flacco, yeah. yeah. Well, who's
6: got better stats, Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson? I agree. But that's what I'm saying. You take Flacco. That's what I'm saying. Take all the stuff about the Jets drafted a quarterback and he's going to be the guy. Take that out of the equation. Then that's what I understand. If, but if you're saying this affects
5: it affects negatively the Jets' futures odds, okay. But why would the Jets be downgraded this week on news that they got that, an upgraded quarterback I don't for think this they should week? Should be that's well, that's
6: well, the point he, we're all making here.
4: Here's the thing, though, AJ. One of the main jobs of a handicapper, of a Vegas batter, is he has to price things. He has to assess things. What we started this segment with was the hypothesis that maybe Flacco isn't worse than Wilson. But the market, the betters in aggregate, obviously believe that Wilson's better. I, I don't see that. In fact, I could make the case I'd rather have Wilson because whatever his upside is, is better than Flacco's. But for one game, especially coming back from an injury... If somehow, some way, he would have been announced he's playing, he's coming back early. If this line would have moved to six and a half, as it seems like it would have, because the assumption was that Wilson wasn't going to play. That's why it only moved a little bit when it was finalized. If he did unexpectedly play, then I would have loved the Ravens at six and a half. Because I think for one game, it's hard to say Wilson, especially for one game coming off an injury, is better than Flacco. Closing thoughts specifically
5: on this. My, my closing thoughts are I think that what you just said is is very apt and that I thought I would have expected it to go the other way. I don't unre- fully understand why this move is happening now. You think, like the, you market, said
4: that- you think the market thinks Joe Flacco is better than Wilson?
5: Then why is Wilson starting? But because he's the future of the franchise. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, Joe Flacco was drafted in two thousand seven, the same year like Jamal Charles and Chris Johnson, who feel like dinosaurs were drafted in that year. Like it's just at some point you have to say, okay, we've got to start looking to the future. Well, they they, Z- made they, the they invested, of the invested in draft Wilson on a quarterback, yeah. so obviously they look
4: to the future. But they did the same thing with Josh Rosen in Arizona. And in one year, he was gone, jettisoned, (laughs) no pun intended. The Jets are key. And let's be candid. I think one of the slowest reactions we've ever seen to a quarterback's ineptitude was with Sam Darnold. I agree completely. This same organization. Though, again... Carolina gave him a $17 million you know, <laughs> unnecessary option, so maybe they get the championship belt when it comes to the slowness of coming around. But what we can say for sure, to wrap up, is the market, which is in general right. You can be right against the market sometimes, but the market's going to be right more than anyone. So you got to try to cherry pick it. The market believes that Wilson, even in one game, even coming off an injury, is the better quarterback than Flacco. I personally disagree. So, AJ, if you're going to interrupt me to get that in, you might as well do it like six minutes ago. Why I wait, thought we hit a spot. The I very, thought you... Well, But, but we could have hit a spot at any time. <laughs> I was doing my tease. And literally when I say, stay, I'm going to say stay tuned, he starts with a read. All right, I'm going to do the tease. Not again, because everyone can remember we're gonna be we're done with this one. We're done with Flacco, but we are gonna talk about this same game and Lamar. Because let's be candid, this is crazy. When I mean we talked about Dak and all that, how his contract extended. This is an MVP a couple years ago who is representing himself in the contract negotiation, declaring a deadline. And getting ready for a game at the same time, and somehow they're favored by over a touchdown. We're going to get into it. Stay
5: tuned. He's RJ Bell with Scott Seidenberg. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Straight out of Vegas!
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Head to graduatehotels.com, and again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of
1: hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time,
2: Higher ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com
1: sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I disagree with intervention. I disagree
4: with I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. You know, when I hear that, I'm thinking that like there's cars way up on... You know, on, you know, the, those hydraulic jacks and we're like we're, we're huddled in a little studio, you know, with with all the car repair outside doing cash deals on the commercial. <laughs> uh, you know, that wouldn't be bad. I yeah, mean, that's how the audience is picturing it. That's how I was. I mean, yeah. you know, so, yeah, I would think so. Scott, a lot of car shenanigans in New York. Have you ever been involved?
6: Yeah, unfortunately, too many times to count but on uh, the win- on the winning side or the square side no i have gotten i've gotten beat <laughs> and it's 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 okay it's okay to admit defeat sometimes but you, I've got, you know I've gotten something beat one of the first
4: couple weeks on this show i went to albuquerque over the weekend and to see bob Dylan and you know some other things and i came back and i got took by a cabbie. and the opening of the show was I'm square in Albuquerque.
0: So, so we all got to accept our limitations.
4: I'm I am i am sharp in Vegas, square in Albuquerque. And you know what? I think that's still the facts. Okay, we're going to get to the, we're going to get to that Lamar Jackson contract. This is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled in the last 2 years plus. Thank you for the support. We'll keep working extra hard, adding talent, whatever it takes to keep making this show better and helping you better understand what Vegas thinks, if you're a better or not a better. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. Just search straight out of Vegas here in Vegas on the Strip. Now, it's entering the second week of September. It's 107 (laughs) degrees.
5: The neon is percolating. All right, Lamar Jackson sets a deadline, a self-imposed deadline, to have his contract negotiated. He says if it's not done by Friday, he's done thinking about it.
4: Does he have here's what I'm wondering, does he have like a table set aside in his house and he's got his law books piled up? He's got the the various versions of the contract. He's got his reading glasses. I mean, what is going on at night? Like like last night? I'm just going to open question. What was going on with Lamar
5: last night in this contract? I think there was probably some some calls made between he and the, the GM that they didn't present the numbers that Lamar has in his head that he wants. So he says, "Uh, oh, maybe maybe we can get this done by Friday." Hmm,
4: that wasn't a very entertaining version of that. You got you got a shot <laughs> at it, Scott.
6: Uh, I think Lamar might be playing a little bit. Uh, there's. He maybe he feels like he's negotiating something that's not negotiable, like that's not a deal that's happening. Like he's on the phone going, you know, making his demands and then he hangs up the phone and he's like waiting for it to ring again because he wants them to call back with like their counter offer. <laughs> been and, been he's, like, mm-hmm. and, and like he's got a people huddled around him and they're like, wait for it, wait for it. And then the phone rings again. He's really excited, but it's not the call that he wants. I, I think Lamar's got a number
5: circled, like on a, on a whiteboard or something, that he's waiting for this number. And the
6: Ravens just haven't said that number out loud yet. Who are we kidding? We all know that this is the scene from Jerry Maguire. And he's sitting there <laughs> with his brother, and he's on the phone with Steve Bashotti, and he's like, hey, I got one thing to say to you show me the money. Hmm. What was that? Show <laughs> me! The money!
4: I think Scott might be too comfortable at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you want him a little nervous. Okay, we're straight out of Vegas. Here's what I think. I think this him being his own agent might be like a, a brilliant move. Because let's be candid. The Ravens are one of the sharpest, most ruthless. They don't leave much meat on the bone for the other... Side organization. They're good at what they do. And as a Steeler fan, I hate to say it, but it's true. And so what do you do against someone who probably is going to be able to out-negotiate your agent if you had one? Do you maybe make it where they can't be ruthless? Because everyone's going to say, well, Lamar, he's not an agent. He's not an attorney. The Ravens took advantage of him. If let's say he signed a bad deal, I think I truly believe the Ravens have had extensive discussions about how good of a deal for the team from the team side. Could we even accept without hurting our brand with the other players? Because let's be candid. If the other players think you're taking advantage of your team leader, how, how good is that for your organization?
5: It's certainly not a. a, It's not. It doesn't scream. Hey, free agents, come see us here. This is where you want to be. I agree, AJ. I I agree with you there. And
4: so my point is, maybe Lamar is smart enough to say, or not even smart enough, but he's creative enough because I think he's a smart guy. I mean, first of all, any NFL quarterback that can remember the. I mean, if you ever hear the way those plays are said and he's got to I mean it's absurd I mean it's it it, listen you're not you're a smart person if you're an effective NFL quarterback so let's start there but man it it does strike me that, that that the Ravens usually win these things but maybe they are because if the Ravens are not sure about Lamar they win by not having a contract having to be signed before this season Everyone, John Middlecoff, for example, many others have said Lamar is crazy to be playing or practicing specifically any point during the preseason in camp. They said there's no way. Think of all these hold-ins, right? Well, wouldn't Lamar be the, the, the most justified hold in of all of them this year? But he for sure but he play he practiced with no limitation, it seems. And he's saying if we don't get a deal in the time that I want it Friday then I'm done with the deal I'm going to go play a season of football so mm-hmm. that that isn't much leverage if the Ravens aren't sure about signing him to a jumbo deal does it tell us the fact they haven't given there's two things going on here one or two one of one of two is going on it's either it's either Lamar's being totally unreasonable he wants a Watson-type guarantee that he's not going to get, and he's just plain chicken waiting for it, but it's probably not going to come. He's either unreasonable or the Ravens are trying to act like they're trying to make a deal, but they're putting a few things in each offer that he's going to say no to because they'd rather see another season and go from there. What do you guys think? Do you see any third example, and which one do you think it is if you agree with me?
5: no I, I agree with I think that they are try they 're saying the worst thing that can happen is he he gets hurt and now we haven 't paid him like he 's a healthy uh m v p quarterback Now we get a discount at the end of the year so i I think that you 're right that they they don 't have a lot to lose situation unless Lamar Jackson has an MVP type season and then he breaks the bank. And remember, the Ravens played this same game of chicken with Joe Flacco the year that he won the Super Bowl. And Joe Flacco signs he'd signed a record breaking extension right after he won the Super Bowl because he basically put the Ravens in a situation where they didn't have a choice. If Lamar Jackson goes out and has another MVP caliber season or they go 13 and four, the Ravens aren't going to have much of a choice. They're going to have to pay Lamar Jackson a record breaking type number. Yeah, see, Lamar I totally.
6: Said, I oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Scott. No, Lamar uh, gave a press conference today, and he said that he's focused uh, on the season. And he was asked if he feels confident that the deal will get done by the deadline. He said, "Quote: I don't know. You got to ask the people who give out the contract."
4: Hmm. So he does seem to be he does seem to be demonizing the Ravens, and and maybe that's a, a little harsh. Demonizing, he seems to be laying some blame. To me, I'm going to tell you why I disagree with what AJ said, like almost 180 degrees
5: opposite. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas, weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell.
4: Okay, so let's recap what could be going on here with Lamar, and I'll tell you why I disagree with AJ. Option number one, I think it is that Lamar's being unreasonable. He just got some crazy idea about his number. Now, how could he be off if this is the case? We're not sure. It could be that. How would it be off? It's because Deshaun Watson was effectively a free agent, and you have so much more negotiating power than you do entering a 50-year option, entering franchise tag number one, number two. They got three more years of Lamar if they want him, right? So it's hard to negotiate as if you have total freedom, If you don't, right? So, And you might say, how did Watson have it? Because Houston was going to trade him wherever they could get the picks they wanted, wherever he wanted to
5: go, right? Houston had reason to get out of the Deshaun business, whereas the Ravens right now don't. They
4: they still got a haul, though. They got as, as big of a haul. Considering his problems, that probably was the best negotiated trade ever. I agree completely. All right. So it's not as if they had to get rid of him. Or they, they, it wasn't a fire sale going on, right? It was that Sean got all the money and all the guarantee, and Houston got all the picks. I mean, Cleveland paid and paid and paid, right? So Lamar's not in that situation. The other option is the Ravens are not sure they can win a Super Bowl with Lamar. And thus, they don't mind the idea of not making a five, six-year commitment. They don't mind the idea of him playing on the fifth-year option. They don't mind the idea of franchising him next year. And then maybe one more time. Because now you got three years, and you know what? A running quarterback after now entering year nine? I guess it'd be year eight. Hmm. Maybe that's not the time. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like we know how running backs – react to hitting their late 20s. Well, Lamar's got a lot of the... Now, he doesn't get hit like a running back, so let's give him credit for that. It's possible he'll be very effective into his 30s, but it's not a sure thing. It's less sure than it is with a typical pocket quarterback that's effective. That's a good point. So, to me, it feels... Thank you, AJ. It feels like, to me, that you're hearing Lamar saying, oh talk to the guys that give out the contracts. He feels disrespected. Does, I don't think he's so wacky that he's going to be asking for something above and beyond what anyone else has gotten except for Watson and thinking he's disrespected. If it comes out he was asking for, like, the Josh Allen contract and they're denying him, boy, that's a big story because that's and a sign of, of not really being sure of a very recent MVP. Go. Go
5: and the reality is the ravens can have him next year and the year after for cheaper than what they would be giving him if they got if they, if they gave him what he presumably wants which is that kind of guaranteed money and then of course well, it, but after we're not,
4: Well, we don't we don't know that he wants Deshaun Watson money but it would it would also be cheaper than if they give him you know the Russell Wilson extension or however you exactly. whatever one of the recent deals we're talking about
5: so and then of course at the end of those two years there's a, a drop dead thing but you've got t- now you've got three years to prepare for that moment or you re-sign be- him at
4: the I mean Dak played on a franchise tag yes he did I mean so and and that's the thing the NFL has set up these these contracts and the way it works and that's what the the, the union hates the franchise. Because it gives you effectively, with a first-round pick, three years to say, we're going to keep you but not give you that jumbo contract. And that doesn't matter what position you play. And that's tough for the player. So what do they do? They usually sign a lesser deal because they want that money sooner. Lamar's seemingly not doing that, or the Ravens are playing hardball. It's fascinating. What we know is, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the effect that this is going to have on Lamar and the Ravens because we got a, a, a trend that's stunning about how well the Ravens do in week one.
5: It's usually outstanding. Does that change this week? Stay tuned. He's R.J. Bell with Scott Seidenberg. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Straight out of Vegas!
4: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Okay, so wrapping up the Flacco or situation with Lamar and the quarterbacks in this Jets-Baltimore matchup. Line right now, Baltimore on the road, favored by seven with extra vig towards Baltimore the line moved in their favor when it was announced that Wilson was out for sure for this game. he's negotiating a contract Lamar. I cannot believe that's not a distraction. Let me give an analogy people can a lot of people can relate to and I'm not I'm not fooling this is probably about a good analogy. imagine the week you got married right if you had a typical like you know uh, rehearsal dinner Friday, the whole shebang, I can tell you, when I got married, there was a lot of, you know, any business was like, oh, my God, I got to do that, too? Now, you think you're negotiating a $180 million contract with less attention than the guy in a in a wedding? And I, I just can't fathom it's not a distraction that really hurts Baltimore week one.
5: AJ, you got a trend, though. Baltimore week one is gangbusters. Yeah, Baltimore in the last five seasons, four and one on opening day, but their point differential in those five games, plus 139. To put it into perspective, only four teams in the NFL had a season-long point differential better than plus 139 last season. All right, so you're saying in 17 games, only a handful of
4: teams had the point differential the Ravens were able to get in five opening games. Yes. So you got that. And then you got the idea of Lamar with his glasses and the contract. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of quarterback dilemmas, San Francisco, Trey Lance has been voted not to be the captain. I don't know if they explicitly said no, like on, you know, like he's off the <laughs> island. But I mean, this is a real
5: eye popper. What do you guys think? I don't think he's been voted off the island, but I do think it's a lack of uh, of trust from his teammates because this is a teammate-voted thing, so his teammates didn't feel like he was deserving to be a captain of the
6: football team. It's also, listen, the head coach had the call on this because they wanted six captains, and apparently when the, the teams voted, he was seventh. And so Kyle Shanahan said, quote, I just didn't want to put seven on there. We just wanted to go with six. They don't allow eighth to the coin toss. I don't believe so. It's also his first year starting for us. There aren't many rookies who end up being captains. I know it's his second year, but he's a rookie for us in terms of this being his first time being our starting quarterback, end quote.
4: Well, I got to tell you something. I think Shanahan was smart there because if you make an accommodation for him, it's going to be more negative than positive when it comes to PR. I will say this, though. I would have paid $3,000 of cash for Jimmy G to be voted (laughs) a captain.
2: (laughs) I mean,
6: I would have. It would
4: have been great. All right, you guys got a best bet. You, you, You take the rest of the time for that.
6: Yeah, Texas San Antonio against Army. Uh, UTSA, the roadrunners laying two and a half. AJ and I both agree this is our consensus best bet that we talked about on the college football podcast. UTSA on defense lived in the backfield last week against Houston. Four sacks, nine tackles for loss. They're going to be able to disrupt this Army offense, AJ.
5: Yeah, and if when you talk about the key to stopping Army slowing down the run, UTSA played Houston last week. A good offense held them to 3.2 yards per carry, and this was a Houston team that was committed to the run. 44 attempts, 3.2
6: yards per carry, so we know this UTSA team is going to be able to stop the run. And offensively, uh, Army allowed Grayson McCall to throw for three touchdowns last week. Looked like their secondary could not contain the Coastal Carolina receivers. Frank Harris for UTSA is going to take advantage. He threw for 337 yards and three scores against Houston. I think against Army, he's going to have an even better day.
5: Yeah, Army secondary, not great, and Frank Harris definitely equipped to take advantage of it. Also, Frank Harris a good running threat as well. So I I fully endorse this UTSA minus two and a half is going to be our best bet.
4: I got to say quickly, I didn't know that Texas San Antonio was division one. So I've learned something (laughs) today.
5: (laughs) Well, you learn something new every day. That's the goal of this show is to teach something new every single day. That's what I'm trying to do for the audience, but it's happening for me. Good show, guys. All right. All right. If you missed any of today's show, including a lot about the difference between Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco to the betting market and why it is what it is, check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. Previewing the NFL. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Straight out of Vegas!